0: Yeah. Welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. She is on the press trail right now promoting her new movie, Where'd You Go, Bernadette. She is a two-time Oscar winner. I'd like you all to meet Kate Blanchett. How's it going, Kate?
1: Hi, it's good.
0: Uh, So you're you're promoting this new movie, uh, director Richard Linklater's latest film, big Richard Linklater fan.
1: Oh, he's fantastic.
0: Uh, do you have a favorite film of his? Um, Other than the one that you're in. Oh, you said Boyhood? Boyhood. Boyhood. Th- that, a lot of people said that movie's kind of long. What what's your thoughts on it?
1: I could have just sat with the script and taken every page and just, um, you know, I thought it was excellent. It could have been longer.
0: It could have been longer. I mean, it certainly took a long time to film.
1: Yeah. I mean, filmmaking is, um, it's a process and, um, I think boyhood was, uh, fantastic. I think it should have been like, you know, had all the life cycles, you know, kept, kept going.
0: It should, it should have taken more than 12 years to make.
1: Um, yes.
0: (laughs) So, uh, your, your new movie, where'd you go Bernadette? It's based on, uh, the novel of the same name you play Bernadette Fox. Uh, who's a former architect who uh, actually just leaves up and leaves her family to like rediscover herself. How was that for you to portray?
1: For me, I had a vision. Um, when I uh, pick a script, I um, look at the pages and I hold them to my face. Um, and I sort of just like let the material um, be one with my face. And, um, and then I just thought, yes.
0: So wait, you just hold the script up to your face.
1: Have you never held a script up to your face?
0: I mean, I've held one towards my face to you, read
1: it. I'm telling this is, you, you got to do it. This is how you win an Oscar. It's um, People don't tell you because they don't want you to know, but you got to hold the script up to your face and just let it um, breathe osmosis into your body. You, you just like...
0: Like, like, I'll do it with my notes. You just kind of do like this thing and just like hold it to your face like this?
1: Absolutely.
0: And well, what do you do? Like, what am I supposed to expect?
1: Um, I'm sorry. This is incredible. What, um, what's your acting method?
0: What, what, what do you mean, what's my acting method? What school do you, did you study with? I mean, uh, my school taught me a bunch of things. We learned Stanislavski. We learned Meisner. We learned uh, uh, Stella Adler. Fainting? Fainting?
1: Yeah, have you? Did, did you? You guys didn't learn fainting and sneezing.
0: Wait, what, what, what is fainting and sneezing?
1: Oh, I see. I studied. I studied at the Australia Opera House. I'm sorry. I've been playing this character who's um, someone who spent time in Minnesota and New York, and uh, that's why my accent sounds like I this. I mean, you, you are but, kind of a vessel
0: um, when it comes to like
1: thank dropping you into characters. You so much. Y-
0: you you play. A I'm lot. a
1: vessel for the work.
0: Yeah. But fainting, you said, is...
1: Oh, so I, you know, you've got to study all of it. I say, start with the coughing. You know, I spent a year learning to cough. Um, then I say, start with the fainting. I spent a year learning to faint. I spent I spent a whole year learning to say, hi, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were somewhere else. You know, um, you've got to study, like, thinking you're waving at someone and then being embarrassed because no one's there.
0: So wait, you, 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 I, I'm still confused at what this method entails. Like... How do you start? What do you, What is your goal?
1: Your goal is to learn how to sneeze.
0: To learn how to sneeze. Learn I, how to
1: cough. I, I feel like faint. I
0: know how to sneeze and cough and do all those are basic human reflexes.
1: Right. Well, um, this is the building blocks of being an actor. You know, it's it's small and it's is simple. being human. Yes, you, A plus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm very confused. Uh,
1: you, get, no, you're not confused. Look, it's just coming out of you. It's flowing out of you.
0: It's flowing out of me right now. Yeah. Like so, if I'm just like, <coughs> 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 that's acting.
1: Um, uh, you're you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah.
0: What what am I doing wrong?
1: Um, I, you know, artists are sensitive, and um, I think that that was that was a brilliant cough.
0: A brilliant put, cough. You got to put
1: coughing on your resume.
0: Coughing, like, what, what, what is on Kate Blanchett's resume? Do you even submit resumes anymore?
1: Um, you know what I do with my resumes? I get up every morning. I have a very strict resume. I mean, I have a very strict schedule. I eat one piece of salmon. I take out all my resumes. I cut them up in so small. They're like little grains of sand. And I sprinkle them around my apartment. And then I'm relaxed and I'm ready to start acting. So it's really, you know, you got to find the method that works for you. So wait,
0: what is that how, how does that help? Like I'm I'm you, I you just have like little bits of paper everywhere it sounds like.
1: You want this to be a math equation. Sure. <laughs> but it's not. It's art, you know? You got to just like it's it's very sensory.
0: It's very sensory. I mean, I don't know. I come from the comedy school where they talk about like there's an equation to comedy that like you th- this plus this rule of threes, you know. It it makes sense to me, but you're saying you can just go around and like cough and spread your shreds of paper of your resume around and and just kind of breathe it in. I'm just
1: sharing, you know, I think that it's, yeah. My apologies if I'm being a negative person
0: right now. I I just trying to understand your method. I mean, if if, I was you... You know, I spent a whole
1: year learning to cough, so I can't explain it all right in this moment.
0: You spent a whole year learning to cough.
1: Learning to cough again.
0: Again? Wait. What well, happens when you get sick? Yeah, know how to cough. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I assume.
1: But then you have to learn how to cough again.
0: Wait, how do you learn how to cough? What's the difference? Have
1: you ever... I mean, it's like Alexander Technique. You learn how to walk again like you're a baby.
0: Uh, For our listeners out there, can you explain to them what Alexander Technique is?
1: Yeah, Alexander Technique is, um, it's like a voice uh, class you can take for acting. And it's, um, this one actor a long time ago started it because it stops you from having laryngitis, because he was getting laryngitis all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's basically a way of aligning your body so that your voice, changes
0: and you're saying learning to cough again is and like it's that. learning
1: to it is it's learning to walk again because babies don't need to have alexander technique because they just have perfect posture but it's like you kind of learn how to there's walk there's no and have way posture babies again. have
0: perfect posture they're 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 like bodies mostly goo
1: come on look you you you've looked at have you looked at a to i mean toddlers have perfect posture they I've don't looked po- at many, aren't hunching over i've
0: looked at many toddlers they can't even keep their head up they got them big old heads, and they're just kind of bopping around.
1: Um, well, you know, you're you're looking for holes in my story, and um,
0: I, I apologize. I, I don't mean to be negative. Uh, no, I'm it's trying okay. to learn from you today. You would
1: be helpful. Okay, so we have this movie called Bernadette about Bernadette who disappears, and you should have been on the scene looking for Bernadette. You would have been like, wait. She was here. Where is
0: she? Wait, but isn't that just all in the script of like how, what happens and stuff?
1: I, I just mean, if you were looking for a missing person.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I would make a good detective. Uh, who knows? I, I've chose this re- realm to go down and, uh, I'm working real hard at it and I'm trying to learn because it, what I was trying to say earlier is if I was you like, and like a movie like came across me and they're like, here, give us your headshot and resume. me. I just take, Two pictures of my two Oscars, and I'd be like, "Here's my headshot and resume. Cast me."
1: Can are you are you a publicist? Can you help me?
0: I unfortunately am not a publicist. Personally, I'm I'm not really m- much a great publicist for even myself. Otherwise, I would feel like I'd be doing bigger things these days. Um.
1: Well, you know. I,
0: but that said, like every
1: day, every I'm in day. awe
0: of Kate Blanchett and the works you've Thank you have so- accomplished. Thank you. Other than your two Academy Awards, which you've gotten for The Aviator and the movie Blue Jasmine, you've been in The Lord of the Rings. Thank you. Curious Case and Benjamin Button.
1: Love uh, Brad Pitt. You,
0: you've even been in like a Marvel film. You were in Thor Ragnarok. Was I? Yeah. You played Thor's like evil sister.
1: Oh. That like brings. Oh, yes.
0: Brings on like death and uh, destruction.
1: I'm remembering now. Um. That was an yeah, you destroy, uh, like, Asgard.
0: You, like, oh, kill, like, all the people in Asgard. It was great.
1: It was um, fantastic. You know, I did, I'm remembering now. I spent a lot of time just um, smashing smashing things to get ready.
0: Yeah, you you had, like, this crazy power where you could just, like, have spears appear out of nothing, and you just, like, chuck them, and, like, these, like, spears would come out of everything. And, yeah. Thank you. You, you actually, like... In the movie, you get rid of like you Thor like loses an eye because of your character.
1: Well, um, yes, yeah, you know, it's all just it's all about the work so um thank you so much what what is
0: the work it. like when you're playing like kind of this like godly character like that because you you're used to playing a lot of grounded like very human characters right right right
1: you know actually playing a godlike character is easier for me because it's a little bit closer to my real life you know what I mean like I it's, I do
0: not know what you mean I am
1: not godlike in my life um well it's uh, you know I'm I'm it's, it's Sometimes it's hard to try to be one with the people and play different characters, but um, it's a little easier for me playing those kinds of high power roles.
0: How does it relate to your normal everyday life?
1: My normal everyday. What what does
0: uh, playing a godlike character? You oh, said because it's more like your normal life.
1: Right, right, right. You know, um, because I, um, you know, I I live in inside of a large um, crystal rock on in australia and um in sydney near the opera house and um i i drink coffee out of a um tulip and so sometimes when i'm playing just like you know i love those like just regular people but it takes a lot more study
0: you live in a giant crystal
1: thank you so much
0: i i i I need to know more because this is the first time i'm ever hearing anyone living in a giant crystal and it, it said, that sounds bizarre.
1: It was in a collaboration with an amazing friend of mine. Um, and it's just, it's been featured in our Ar- Architectures Digest. <laughs> and it's, um, it's what I call home, you know? I think home is different for everybody. For some people, home is... A podcast. Sometimes people home is where the heart is. For me, it's a giant crystal.
0: What made you decide to live in a giant crystal?
1: Well, I sat down and I thought, where, where do I see myself? And I was looking at all these apartments and I just thought, no, 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 no. And then I saw this. I thought, you know, giant crystal is the only option for me.
0: That still seems like a big, big leap from like apartments to... You know, giant crystal. See like,
1: that that it big feels leap, like
0: very that, like a to c. See
1: that big leap is exactly why it's so hard for me to play regular people. Really? Because I just I'm is like this I, why you I, had
0: to reteach yourself how to cough and absolute, sneeze?
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yes.
0: What, like, is there something like? A, is it about your upbringing? Is is there something about you that just like there's a disconnect?
1: Why was there a disconnect?
0: Well, you said you've had to, like, do a lot of work to, like, play normal people. Right,
1: right, right. Um, Well, I was just, you know, I'm born to tell stories. And um, this is the vessel I've been given, which is a vessel that lives in a crystal. And so I, you know, um, have to do a little extra work to play people who don't live in crystals.
0: Now, does your husband and uh, four kids also live in the crystal? Or do they have a separate place they live? They
1: absolutely live in the crystal.
0: And how is that for them? I mean, uh, they're not all like you, I would think. Uh,
1: um, they're my family.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't know, I feel like you you use it as kind of a way to escape, whereas they're not trying to pursue like these crazy acting roles and Here's such. The thing.
1: they don't know any other way. The kids have lived in a crystal their whole life. This is our fa- this is our life, you know, We live in a crystal.
0: You live in a crystal.
1: Have you always lived in a house?
0: Um, debatable. I mean, I, I used to live in a house. Now I live in an apartment. Okay. It's different. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I've always lived with some form of shelter. Yeah. If we want to like break it down that far, but I, I would assume a crystal is also a form of shelter. It is. Now, is there any benefits to living in the crystal?
1: Um have you seen seen crystals before I, I've seen it's, it's smaller so crystals I've
0: seen I've seen like you know ones that you could like fit in your pocket or ones that you could like put on a shelf oh, yeah
1: okay so it's it got gorgeous light it's um I look over um Sydney and it's just beautiful. Because, like, all I'm
0: imagining right now is like Superman's Fortress of Solitude.
1: Thank you so much. Um, it does have certain qualities like that, but it's, um, but it's a wonderful place. You can be private. It's fantastic, and you know, we're also down to earth. We watch Netflix.
0: You watch Netflix from the crystal, mm-hmm. so it's got regular home amenities.
1: Um. Yes. Is it missing anything? Um. No.
0: So just really, it's just like a large rock that you live in that's just kind of been carved out to be like a home?
1: It is a large crystal that I live in that is my home.
0: Okay. So what is it like for you to like go into roles where you're like playing people that live in normal homes? I mean, uh, for for your role in like this current movie, uh, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? You're playing a mother who's like a stay-at-home mom, who has like to take care of her yard and everything, and uh, she actually becomes fed up with living that normal like stay-at-home mom life.
1: Right. Um, yeah. So I sort of just applied it actually to my own life. I sort of thought about um, when I moved into the crystal, and um, I thought about you know I try to just like make it uh, relatable to myself. I I interviewed a lot of frustrated people and asked them how they were feeling and, and what was going on. And, um, and then I meditated on it and just let it come to me.
0: Very cool. It's, uh, it sounds like, okay. So it sounds like your role in Lord of the Rings actually wasn't too far off then from your like normal life then. Absolutely. Like you played a uh, Galadriel, uh, in Lord of the Rings, the queen of the elves. Um, yes. And, uh, I don't know. It, it sounds that's like
1: that's, that was a very comfortable place. You, for
0: me. It seems like you live a very elf queen life.
1: I do. I do. I really appreciate you noticing that.
0: Well, uh, on that note, I want to switch gears a little bit. We play a few games on this show. Uh, the first game we like to play here is fuck, Mary kill. Basically. I'm going to list three names and you tell me which category each name goes into the first name Anne Hathaway second name, Amy Adams, The third name, Natalie Portman. These are all kind of actresses that you've kind of competed against in like award season and such.
1: Oh, God. Um, I.
0: So Anne Hathaway, Amy Adams, Natalie Portman.
1: Wow. They're all fantastic. Um, Let me think. I think that, um, well, uh, maybe we'll... Um, I'll marry Anne Hathaway. What's the other one? Oh, I'll I'll marry, um, I'll marry Amy Adams. Fuck Anne Hathaway. And I'll kill Natalie just because she got an Oscar so young. But I really admire her work.
0: All right. Well, the next game we like to play here is we like to do a little bit of word association. Basically, I'm going to say a word and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word. Christine.
1: My crystal palace. Polished. My giant crystal palace.
0: Vibrant.
1: The large crystal I live in. Strong. I'm a big shard of the crystal. Lead. Um, me walking towards a roll.
0: Breathtaking.
1: My face. Powerful. My mind. Sneeze. Graduate school. Dominant. Um, Oscars, cough, acting,
0: and Crystal,
1: brilliant. All
0: right, well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Kate Blanchett for coming out here again. Kate, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Go see my
1: movie, and I hear there's another fantastic movie be in pre-production called Adventure Day, which you should also look up to.
0: All right, well, thank you, Kate, for stopping by here, and thank you all for listening, and we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Kate Blanchett with us here today has been my buddy, Lucy Cottrell. How's it going, Lucy? Hey,
1: it's going great. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Uh, So, Kate Blanchett, what'd you know?
1: Oh, my gosh. I was like, the minute you said Kate Blanchett, I was like, oh, oh, she's fantastic. She's like, she is like a goddess.
0: Yeah, no. um, It's weird because like her name is one of those names you hear and it gives like instant credibility to like any production she's in.
1: Oh my God, yes. You know, I saw her in a streetcar named Desire at BAM, like I think almost 10 years ago. And- it was like, seriously, it was like I heard the play was new. Like she was saying, it f- felt like it was a whole new Blanche DuBois. It was really incredible. Oh, she
0: played Blanche.
1: She played Blanche and she totally just, it, I, I was amazed. I thought I knew that play so well and seeing her play it, it was like just... Did I she like seeing, do the
0: accent and everything?
1: Um she she did it totally her own way and it was okay. so it made me see new things in the script and for such a classic play i thought that was pretty amazing
0: oh of course i mean tennessee williams is like you know you feel like you've seen it so many times like i don't know how many times i can see like the glass menagerie anymore without being like yeah i've seen this before
1: um, yeah, I'm such a dork for the glassman. I would, I feel like I could watch it again. I'm like, so I, yeah, I love, I love Tennessee Williams and he is so like, yeah, he's so you see it a lot. So it's like, I'm really was, I was really struck by how it was like new words. It was cool. Oh, Okay. Oh, cool. what What are your favorite Cate Blanchett?
0: Things? I mean, I think my first introduction to Cate Blanchett was the Lord of the Rings films.
1: Yeah. That's. Um,
0: amazing. and like her just kind of being this kind of like. S- like deus machina kind of character where she was just like so powerful that they couldn't actually like use her. She just kind of like guides the story in places. Um But like also, um yeah, so I knew her from that and then she's just been in a lot of stuff and like stuff I forgot. Like she's in, Indiana Jones in the kingdom of the crystal skull. And I'm like, I, that is an awful movie. And I, I, I if I was, it. it's, it's real bad. It's like what movie people try to forget. Um, but the, she, she, she works a lot, you know, it, oh, uh, she's,
1: she's like, she's incredible. I feel like I could like watch her just sitting still.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's weird. Cause like I watch blue Jasmine too. And, uh, I hate Woody Allen. I, mm-hmm. I am not a Woody Allen movie fan. But like she was great in that movie, and I was like, I was like, the performances in that movie were great. Um, That also that movie kind of doesn't hold up when you think about the cast.
1: Um. (laughs) Oh right. I can't. Yeah. I mean, it's Woody Allen. I. I, It's Woody
0: Allen and Louis C.K.
1: Right. Um, (laughs) You know what? I also (laughs) want to point out about that movie is I saw it right after I saw a streetcar named desire, and it was I was like, oh my god, he saw I'm not, um, a streetcar named desire with um where she played blanche and i was like oh he saw her in that production and said do that performance
0: oh so you well okay so it's very similar to very what similar
1: like. i was like i i was like whoa she's doing the way she, the the performance she did for blanche so anyway small trivia
0: yeah so like it's, I, I i picked kate blanchett because uh yet again this movie's just about to come out yeah. and i'm a big richard linklater fan like uh so, it, but it pains me to say that this this film has like 45% of Rotten Tomatoes right now.
1: Oh, it does. Which is very
0: odd for Richard Linklater. I, feel I didn't like know
1: he, he directed it.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of flops. And um, I think most of the stuff, he, he he doesn't really do adaptations. So maybe because it's an adaptation, like, it's not doing well, but it's got him as director. It's got a great cast. It's like her, Kate Blanchett, Kristen Wiig, like a lot of great actors in it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, But, yeah, it's got a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm like, that's such a bummer. Because, like, it's one of those films that you'd think, like, with that cast, with that director, it's a best-selling novel. Like, you would think, like, Oscars.
1: Well, you know, yeah, I have to say, like... I feel like the trailer seems so strange to me, but have, I know you've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer, and I was like, I just find it—it it almost looks like two different movies like put together. But or it just looked—it seems like a strange concept to me. But I know a lot of people that have read the book, and they're all like, "It's so good."
0: It makes me think of like that movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm. Almost. Oh yeah. The what ben is that Stiller movie again? Th- movie. It's the Ben Stiller movie. Oh yeah. Where he like works at an office, but he like dreams about doing like these big like accomplishments.
1: Oh yeah. Like, and then he make like, goes, like, that got really bad reviews I think.
0: Yeah. It got like lukewarm. It got around the same thing as this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it was like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes or something mm-hmm. where some people really like that movie and then others are just like, it's just pretty garbage.
1: Right, so you're thinking like this is like they're kind of like going out on a limb. Yeah, like well, it's like, one of those. I read some, some reviews
0: and like write. they're like, oh, uh, the the Antarctic shots are like so beautiful. You see like very like great scenescapes and stuff, but like it feels empty.
1: Okay, so that's like that's a crazy filming situation, like filming in the ice, like yeah. Um, that's that's a challenge. and um, Also,
0: it feels like a v- big departure for Richard Linklater. Right. Well, I mean, starting off that the film doesn't take place in Texas, where all his films take place.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if he was out in the ice being like, I should have made it take place in Texas.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> um, well, he's, he, he plays what he knows, and he's lived all of his life in Texas. Um, do you have a favorite Richard
1: Linklater film? Oh, my God. Oh, I love the Before and Midnight series and um yeah those are actually relevant to my movie um I'm working on a movie adventure date and those are all like um kind of two-person like conversation the whole time yeah it's uh um, Ethan
0: Hawke and uh what's her name Julie Delpy yeah
1: I just think they're so good in that movie um it's all all three yeah
0: yeah no uh I I agree um I mean Maybe that, that's what this movie needed was Ethan Hawke. Like he, he, Richard Linklater needed like his sa security blanket of some sort. Yeah. Because maybe he feels like he bit off more than he chew kind of deal. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you've been, uh, hinting at it. You're working on a movie yourself. I'm so
1: psyched. I'm in pre-production for a horror comedy short film called Adventure Date and it's being produced by Kelly Hanu and directed by Ginny Lees. and I'm so psyched about it. It's, um, the story involves witchcraft and graduate school and Tinder dates and it's really a fun, um, um, movie I'm so excited to make it um and do you have like an, do, right you have, do you have
0: like an elevator pitch for what it's about
1: yeah it's about a um woman who was just expelled from quilting graduate school for using witchcraft um and she once she's out of school goes on a tinder date adventure that ends up going terribly amiss
0: a miss for her or a miss for him
1: I don't want to give, give it away. All it is right. a horror thriller. Um, but oh boy! yeah, if, but if graduate school and Tinder dates don't put a chill down your spine, I don't know.
0: I mean, <laughs> we are millennials living in New York, you know, it's, it's um, kind of a part of life at this point.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it is. And it's, um, it's really kind of a, it's exciting cause we're filming in September. So we're like Five weeks away oh, from wow. our shoot date. And so right now we're fundraising on Seed&Spark and, and we have a lot of really cool incentives and we have these awesome raffle tickets. Um, and the link to the Seed&Spark campaign is www.seedandspark.com slash fund slash adventure dash date. Um, And we have like raffle tickets so you can have the chance to win an astrology reading with Jeff Hinshaw of the podcast Cosmic Cousins and um, for just $10. And you can also get a sound healing session and a health counseling session and um, all these cool things. And it's a really exciting project. There's so many ways to be a part of the movie. And um, yeah, I'm really psyched. How
0: long have you been working on this script?
1: I have been working on this script for... um, probably like six months or seven months i've been like working with Ginny on the idea the director Ginny lease who's fantastic um she just directed this movie um the pilot for this um series called vows um that's incredible and we've been uh developing the project for like close to a year now
0: oh very cool um i'm excited to see what comes about it Uh, i'm excited to see uh the final product, obviously, so I mean, you, you start shooting about. in like, sounds like less than a month,
1: which is well, crazy. Yeah, a little over a month. A little over a yeah, month. Thank yeah. God. yeah. So we do. Um, yeah, it's, ex- I'm so thrilled. Like I'm like, it's, I can't even believe it. I'm so excited.
0: Well, awesome. Um, well, if you want to uh, check uh, it out, uh, you can find it, the link there. But also, do you have social media that they can follow?
1: I do. So you can go to my Instagram. It's at Lucy Florence C. And so that's L-U-C-Y-F-L-O-R-E-N-C-E-C. Um, and then my Twitter is at Happy Birthday Lou. That's H-A-P-P-I, Birthday L-U. Yay! Uh.
0: All right. Well, if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at yes and I am. I'll post a picture of me and Lucy on there and I'll tag Yay. her and you can find all of her stuff that way. Um, I want to thank Lucy for coming out here again. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. And this is so cool.
0: Of course. Also, guys, if you want to give us a rating review on iTunes, give us a subscription. Do all that great stuff. it. It helps more people find the show. And that keeps us happy. Thank you, Lucy, for coming. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time.